What if you could build a business that gives you the life of freedom you deserve? What if you could find the secrets to marketing, leadership, customer service, and other aspects of business that help you exceed your goals? What if you could walk away from your business for 30 days and it never misses a beat? That's what this podcast is for, to help business leaders like you find freedom from the day-to-day grind and start spending your time doing the things you love. I'm Levi McClendon, and my co-host is Josh Taylor, and this is the Cheers to Freedom podcast. Hey, welcome to the Cheers to Freedom podcast. I am Josh Taylor, and I'm with my co-host, Levi McClendon. Levi, welcome. Hey, thanks, Josh. Good to see you, man. You too. You've been traveling the world. Uh, not quite the world. That's coming up. Yeah. Went back to my home state of Arizona, um, unfortunately. It's um, funny. You but, went uh, on spring break to yeah. Arizona, leaving yeah. the place at your home where everybody goes to spring break. Don't remind me. And don't remind the kids. They weren't real happy about the whole thing. But we had to take care of a few things. And now we're back. So we're super excited to be back in uh, Santa Rosa Beach here in Florida. And weather's beautiful today. So I should stop recording this. And I need to be outside, actually. It actually <laughs> is a really pretty day outside. So we'll do this We'll do this quickly and then go and enjoy the, uh, the sun. But uh, today we are talking about the last part of the StoryBrand seven-part framework. And we're talking about success and failure. And we end with this because obviously this is the end results. Uh, and so there's, there's there's a lot to talk about, a lot to pack into this, but I think we can do it pretty quickly um, because it is uh, it is really tying that bow onto our messaging. It's really uh, giving our customers a vision for the future. And this is honestly, this is one of my favorite parts of it because it's fun. Uh, there's a lot of different things that we can do with this and hopefully uh, when you have this part of your messaging done, you're going to have content for social media. You're going to have content for emails and text messages. You'll have a lot of different content where you can say different things. You're not saying the same thing over and over again. And we're going to show a couple of examples or, or, or talk about a couple of examples um, that uh, that I think are really great. So let's talk about success and failure. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm excited for this. Uh, Obviously, it's the final one. So I can't believe we've already been through six of them. So this is the seventh one as as part of this framework here. And uh, I think it's important, Josh, to talk about failure as much as we talk about success. Um, Mm -hmm. Because we do want to paint that picture of sometimes we call it the the risk aversion, right? Like sometimes people are more apt to um, do something so that they don't have the failure, right? So it's more about not failing instead of actually uh, uh, being more uh, proactive um, in what yeah. they do. And I think something that I want to touch on today too is, you know, everyone talks unlimited, unlimited, unlimited and, and, and signage, go unlimited, go unlimited. But I don't think that we're touching on the right, uh, I guess, title or a call to action really. And I know we talk about offers and call to action, which gets you to either success or, fail, or, or failure. But I think it's it's more than that. I think we have to get into what picture are we painting for success? And I think, yeah. you know, instead of just, again, unlimited doesn't really ring like me. I don't even want to go unlimited. I wash my car four to six times a year. But let's talk about the success. If I were to go unlimited, what is the outcome for me and my vehicle by going unlimited? Does that make sense? Yeah. So I want to touch on, yeah. on the success and failure of that. 
Well, and, and, and to, to kind of clarify something, we talked about last week with call to action. And call to action, when we think of call to action, we typically think of like the button on your website mm-hmm. or, you know, the very, you know, get your free wash, sign up for unlimited. Those are calls to action. And those are good calls to action. They're, they're clear. But this part of the messaging can be in your call to action because this is the offer that you're making. And so it could really lead up to the call to action. It could be the header over the call to action. It could be the, the, uh, the header on top of a banner that people are driving by. This is the offer that you're making. And an offer is not join the unlimited club. That, that is not a compelling offer. An offer is going to be something more like save time and money or don't pay full price for a car wash again. That is more of an offer that we're going to be talking about our messaging. And then the call to action is sign up for an unlimited plan. Um, and so I do think that understanding this success and failure, like the failure of that is don't pay full price for a car wash again. You know, if you you don't take this offer, you're going to, you're going to keep paying full price for a car wash. Right. Um, you know, or don't let the salt destroy your vehicle. You know, that is a failure. And we were talking about this before. Failure is important. I don't like to use it a whole lot. I like to use it like salt or pepper, you know, like seasoning. You don't, you don't, you know, douse the meat with, with seasoning, uh, and destroy the flavor of the meat, but you want to have it in there to, to add some flavor to it. I don't like to go super negative with messaging, but I do think failure is important because if there's nothing to lose by not taking your offer, if there's nothing to lose by signing up for your unlimited plan, if there's nothing to lose by going and getting a car wash at your car wash, then what's the point? Why should I do it? If I don't have anything to lose by not doing it, by not doing business with you, then why should I do business with you? And so we've got to let people know what's at risk. And, and you just said it, you know, risk aversion. People are actually, it, it, studies show this, people are more, um, are less likely to do something uh, if they know they can lose something or they're, they're more likely to do something if, you know, they're, they're afraid to lose. I'm trying to, to find the right way to say yeah. this. They're more afraid more of losing afraid something lose than, than they, they are gaining something. Right. Exactly. Yes. Right. And so, you know, that's why people, you know, most people struggle with going into a casino with a hundred bucks. They're more afraid of losing that hundred dollars than they are of the opportunity of gaining, you know, $200. Mm-hmm. Like they don't want to lose the hundred dollars. So there's risk there. Mm-hmm. And, and, and studies show that most people are afraid of losing. And so we do need mm-hmm. to talk about that risk. We do need to talk about that failure in our messaging. Well, and I think we can sprinkle that even through the messaging. We talk about controlling the narrative, right? And, and we're mm-hmm. really big on giving somebody an excellent experience when they come into the wash. So you get a customer first timer or second or third timer. Again, typically they're washing four to six times. And they probably don't even know, okay, we're big on education. They probably don't realize, a lot of people, that the salt, let's talk about a region where they salt the roads, right? We just came Mm -hmm. through some uh, winter, a lot of salt on the roads. They're probably not educated enough to know that that salt on your undercarriage will break down that undercarriage and it's going to rust and it's going to devalue your car. So if we can, you know, we talk about this sprinkling of messages, what I love about what we do, and there's others that do it as well is let's get somebody into this campaign, right? Let's, you know, buy that free wash. A lot of times we're big on the free wash. Get them into, you know, have them, you know, engage in exchange. So engage your customer, right? Exchange the information, mobile number, get them into this drip campaign because chances are the percentage is pretty low of people signing up for unlimited the first time they come mm-hmm. to your wash, right? They want to come to the wash. Right. They're going to experience it because they had a need. They, they had a dirty car. 
So they bring it through. But if we can put them into this, Josh, and then over time, I love to educate consumers from this whole risk aversion, right? Even bird poop has acid and it. it literally does. It's crazy. I, I just, real quick story is there was a bunch of bird poop on my um, outdoor furniture that I've left there for while I was out there cleaning the other day. And literally the acid has like, Torn, like on glass i can't even get it off it like did something yep. to the glass i'm like wow this is imagine this on paint right on your car right. so we do part of that messaging is to educate that consumer about the bird poop about the the salt about the sun you know i'm from arizona and man the ultraviolet rays are ridiculous so mm-hmm. when we can educate a consumer on the the again the risk and not washing that's going to make them now, you know, go from the four to six to hopefully, you know, 10, 15, 20, 24, you know, whatever that looks like so that they want to right. now protect a lot of times their number one asset, right? Hey, we yep. need to protect, I need to protect my vehicle from the salt, from the bird, from the, you know, the, the ultraviolet rays or whatever that looks like. So I think that's yeah. easy to do. Not all the time, right? It's hard to get all of that in with the first time I come to a wash, risk aversion, aspirational identity. There's a lot, right? So we got to, we got to, I think we got to break that down. Well, and there's, there's a way to do it. You know, one of the things that you and I see all the time that I think drives us, I know it drives us crazy is we see advertisements for ceramic wax and there's different brands that, that do different things. And we see the same one over and over again. And it just says, get ceramic. I don't think it's wax, whatever it is. (laughs) It's just ceramic. like wax, ceramic, yeah, it's not wax, yeah, and we're still yeah, trying and to so, figure out exactly what that chemical is because it's a little and, bit and your customers don't know what it is, and that and so they don't know why why to sign up for it. So one of the ways that you can do this is instead of just having the brand plastered all over the place and expect people to sign up that way, just you know a header that says "Don't let the sun destroy your vehicle." Yeah, you know, protect your pr- protect it for up to thirty days by adding ceramic wax, uh, wax to your car uh, to your wash. You know, something that's simple. That is the offer protect your vehicle. Don't yeah. let the sun destroy your vehicle. Have protect it with ceramic wax. brighter, longer lasting shine. That makes yeah. sense to me. I don't have to think, yes, I want a bright paint with a longer lasting shine that protects from the sun. That, yeah. oh, and, and that brings that. Exactly. And that brings us into the success part of it. And, and the success part, we call it the success bucket. You know, in most of the, in, in the rest of the story brand framework, each part of it, we want to have one word or one line uh, make it simple, make it clear. With the success part of it, we want to have a bucket. I like to come up with six to eight successes that people will get as a result of purchasing your uh, your service or, or, or your product. And so, you know, I, I like to just have a bullet list of these different things. And what this does is it casts a vision for the future. It, it's it's future casting for your customer. It gives them something to, to move into and to, they're buying results. Uh, right. You know, we, we hear this, the, this illustration all the time. You know, I don't go to a uh, Home Depot because I need a drill bit. I buy a drill bit because I need a hole. And, you know, and so I'm going to buy whatever I need in order to get that result. And it's the same way with your customers. Right. If it's a car wash or anything else, they're buying the results of what that gives me, not mm-hmm. the, the, the product itself, not the service itself. How does it make me feel? You know, people buy on emotions. Um, they, they want an end result. They, they, they want to, they want you to future cast. And so you and I were talking about, uh, earlier and, and, and this is kind of a, a weird example 
And I, I wish I could find a better one, but this is a really great example. But there was a book that came out years ago called Astrological Love. And that's just a weird title for a book. We don't understand what it means. It sounds super, you know, mystical and, and astrological love. Astrological love. How do you not know what that means? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I know this one's on your bookshelf. Uh, but it basically is a book about telling men how to have good relationships with women. And, uh, you know, guys that have struggled, that struggle dating or that struggle with relationships with women. That's what this book is about. And, uh, and, and, but it didn't sell anything. Astrological love did not sell anything. Imagine that, you know, you were the only one that bought it, Levi. And, uh, and so a marketer came and he saw the book, he picked up the book, he read the content, thought the content of the book was great. He reached out to the author and said, look, I want to republish your book. I want to buy the rights to it, republish it, give you the same royalties that you were giving. If you'll just give me permission to republish, republish it and, and own the rights to it. And so she did and he republished it. And the only thing that he changed was the title of the book and the cover. And he changed the title None of the contents in the in the book. He just changed the title, title, How to Satisfy a Woman Every Time and Have Her Beg for More. And that book, none of the content was changed. That book became a New York Times bestseller. Wow. Because he made an yeah. offer on the cover. He sold a result, mm -hmm. not the book. Yeah. People don't buy books. They buy results. Right. They bought that book not so they could read. They bought mm -hmm. that book so they could get the results that book was going to give them. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to paint that picture of success. And clearly the title of the, the second title painted that picture of success. And right. so I think that even, you know, we talk about how does it make you feel having a clean car? And I think those are the things we need to paint. Makes you mm -hmm. feel proud. It makes you feel organized. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel happy. And so I think instead of leading some of these titles with unlimited wash, blah, 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 more, more along the lines of, you know, be proud of the car you drive every day. Boom. Yeah. You know, something in, in, in line with that where it's like, yeah, I'm going to feel, I want to feel proud every day. Um, I want to feel um, uh, confident, right? We want to yeah. be confident. And so if we can paint this picture, then it's not just having a clean car. It's how that clean car makes you feel. And that's the success of obviously signing up for that unlimited because you want to do it as as much as you can as much as you uh, right well and, and Levi in those those two examples that you just gave you used emotional words you use proud you use confident you know uh, people want to feel productive you know these are these are things that we want to feel and people buy things mm -hmm. based on the way that they feel or mm -hmm. how they are going to how it's going to make them feel and so we want to talk about that in our success messaging the results are going to be how you feel the results are also going to be tangible things too you're going to have a clean car you're going you know but but why do people want a clean car not only do they want to feel great but they want to look good when they pull up somewhere like it's embarrassing to Absolutely. pull up somewhere and your car looks dirty and ugly, especially if you've got, you know, a nice car, you want it to look good when you drive up. So people are, are concerned about how other people look at them as well and how that makes them feel. And so people buy on emotion. Emo buying is an emotional yeah. decision. And we need to understand that and use that in our messaging. Well, and I think depending on the season and where you're at, right, there's some different messaging and there can be some different signage that's going to paint different successes. I Real quick story, Josh, I was on the beach the other day and uh, talking to a guy. Just, we got to know each other a little bit and he asked what I did. And I said, yeah, membership marketing for car washes. He's like, oh, I, I, I have a membership because I pay 20 bucks a month and I wash all I want. And he goes, I love it. He goes, man, I... I, like I didn't even prompt him. I wished I had my my camera out recording him. I really do. 
and he was like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I have kind of bad allergies. And so when it's allergy season, I see the pollen or I see, you know, the dust and whatever. He goes, man, so it just makes me I just feel better. He goes, I don't know if it works or not. You know, he goes, but psychologically, he goes, I love to just get it washed. And I just feel like I can breathe better and I don't have those allergies. And I was, you know, I'm like, yes, exactly. During those seasons, right, depending on where you're at, you need to have signage. You need to have call to action. You need to have offers that also relate to people in that way. Like during the pollen season, it's not making your car dirty. It could potentially, right, be irritating your allergies. So that could be a right. lead in too is, hey, you know, um, uh, t- tackle your allergies, you know, go unlimited, feel better, go unlimited, whatever that is. But I think, again, getting away from just the unlimited, that doesn't resonate as much, I think, as some of these emotional ways. How am I going to feel? And so I think between mm-hmm. that, between, of course, the hot summers in, in places like Arizona and in uh, places where there is salt, right, we need to make sure that we're, we're moving the signage around um, based off the season so that you're, you're really um, aimed at the right, the right audience for the right time. Yeah. Well, and, and, and if you're going to win in, in your market, you know, you've got competition and, and, and we've talked about that in the past. Your competition is not just other car washes in your area, but it's, it's everything that they compete with. You've got to make a better offer and you use success uh, in, in your messaging with your offer. Make a better offer. And, and I use politics. I pick on politics with StoryBrand all the time because it's really the easiest and it's the it's the one we all experience. It doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on. You know, all, every politician uh, understands this or the ones that win understand this. And so, you know, we, we look at Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton and that was just a case study of marketing. And, uh, and, and what was Hillary Clinton's offer? Her campaign slogan was, I'm with her. You know, that's not much of an offer. And what was Donald Trump's offer? Make 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 America America great again. again. Yeah, there was an actual offer in that. Mm -hmm. Not only was he offering something there, but he was offering something new. New. Um, And and, and he was offering, you know, Bill Clinton did the same thing when he beat George H.W. Bush. You know, he in, in one of their town hall debates, we talked about this. He looked right at the camera and he used the words, I feel your pain. He understood that he he connected with people on an emotional level, and he was going to offer something new. He was going to offer something uh, that he saw was better, and people resonated with that. They connected with that. Joe Biden, you know, most people would probably agree people weren't voting for Joe Biden; they were voting for not Trump, the people that voted right. for him, because there was something new. There was a replacement there. There was an offer there of something different, and that's really what Joe Biden ran on was "I'm not Trump," and it worked for him. Um, you know, and, and Trump was not Obama 2.0 that worked for him. And so there was, you know, politics is a great case study in this. And if we look at it and we study it and we understand it, we realize that people not only buy things based on emotions, they vote for leaders. They follow leaders based on emotions. How do I feel? So we've got to talk about those emotions. We've got to talk about those feelings. What do people want? How do they want to feel when they leave your wash? You know, they're not there to get a car wash. They're They're there to get the results that that car wash gives them. And we've got to talk about more than just a clean car, but what does a clean car do for you? Them. Yeah. Um, and, and we've got to put that in our messaging. And so well, and more- I, I love this part. I think this is a, a way to really make your messaging strong. Yeah, and, and I think the more you can sprinkle in the messaging, both the success and the failures, the, the more successful you're going to be with your offers of engaging people and getting them um, to become the unlimited members that we all covet so much. So um, Absolutely. yeah, awesome. Awesome. Well, good stuff, Josh. Um, I, I don't think we need to 
beat this. We don't need to belabor the point. Um, <laughs> but hey, we, we, we have talked yeah. about this. You know, you and I are going up to Colorado Springs in a couple of weeks yep. uh, to do our last uh, strategy session that we have scheduled. And so we're going to make an offer out to those that are listening. If you want Levi and I to come to your location and do an on-site messaging with you, we'll spend a couple of days with you uh, evaluating your washes, you know, talking through different things that you can do and then spend uh, and spend part of that time walking through the story brand framework specifically with your car wash and and helping you come up with this messaging that you can use not just on your website not just on your banners but on social media uh when you do fundraisers any anything where you are out in front of your customers will help you come up with the message for that so if you're interested in that reach out to us opspot.com and uh you can and, also and, text and opspot to 411365 of course so you can text opt spot to the number 411365 you can also text CHEERS to 411365. So we want to make sure that you're doing that so that you can follow and listen to this podcast either on YouTube or uh, Spotify, um, Apple, um, wherever you like to listen to your podcast. So make sure to, to text CHEERS to 411365 or and or OPSPOT to 411365 or go to OPSPOT.com. So a lot of ways to get in touch with us, but we'd love to hear from you. And the, and the offer there is never miss a podcast episode again. Ever. And ever again. We'll make sure that you know when the podcasts go live and you can be one of the first ones to listen to it every week. And crush your membership goals. Right? Crush them. Crush. <laughs> That's right. That's what we do. We help right. car wash owners crush their membership goals. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Josh. Thanks uh, to the listeners out there. We appreciate you guys listening and, and make sure and subscribe and share the podcast. We appreciate it. And uh, until next time, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>